moms can come in every shape and form. And sometimes their children happen to have fur and wagging tails. This isn't a dog training podcast. It's not a dog advice podcast. This is a safe space for dog moms to celebrate and commiserate. This is Rescue Dog Moms, a parenting podcast. I'm Yamini. And this is Boss. Hello, dog moms and dog dads. Welcome to Rescue Dog Moms, my little pandemic project. I hope you're all doing well. Um, I know 2020 and 2021 haven't gotten off to the best start, but hoping this project is bringing you some little aspects of joy. This episode is all about my really, really good friend, Kate. We've known each other for over a decade. She is probably the first person in my friend group who had a rescue dog, and Ahsoka is one of the sweetest dogs I've ever met. This episode will focus on some of the big changes that her and Ahsoka have gone through, being across the country from Toronto to Calgary, adjusting to changing behavior in dogs, and just a normal conversation about different obstacles we as dog moms and dogs like might come into. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, Kate. Thanks for joining the Rescue Dog Moms podcast. I'm very excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. You are a rescue dog mom. You have been one, I think, for like a few years now, right? Yeah, I was actually just looking that up. I got my dog in May 2017. So it's been uh, three and a half years now. Wow, that's so crazy. It, it To me, it feels like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just some background before we get started. Kate and I are good friends, former roommates when we were in our undergraduate. And I think, Kate, I was thinking about this today in advance of this interview, that Ahsoka is probably like one of the first rescue dogs I had like some proper time with. Yeah, because you, you guys took her for a couple of times when I was like busy working my insane job in Toronto. Yeah. So that yeah, you guys had her for like a couple nights and stuff uh, when I had no time. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I just remember her being like such a dream dog. She was like the most chill and she was young. She was like under one years old. Yeah, she she, she had a mixed disposition, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> she can, and she still can be a total angel and, and a total nightmare. <laughs> I mean, that's just dogs in general, yeah. right? Yeah. Miss Dog Mom, how about you tell me about your child? My dog is Ahsoka. She actually came with her name. She is a street dog from the Caribbean. Going back, I guess, to 2017, I I finally felt like it was the right time for me to get a dog. I've wanted a dog my whole life. Like I had dogs growing up and I finally wanted my own dog. And I just talked about it nonstop. And one day my roommate and I were hanging out and I was talking about dogs. And he was like, why not? Like you live in a house with a backyard. Everyone you live with wants the dog. You have a steady job you have a stable income like why not get a dog now and I was like oh yeah okay and and so my idea at the time was like I wanted to rescue a a golden years mutt you know I wanted like a 14 year old dog you know to give a glorious last year of you know some kind of lavish light and so for like like a retirement plan for yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, it, it is still something I, I, I really want to do. But I, at the time I lived with three guys and we lived in a, a full house, which is super rare in Toronto. And so we had a lot of people over all the time, a lot of impromptu parties. Um, and when I went to go meet all these like older dogs, a lot of them were abused. A lot of them had trauma and they were either bad with men in particular. They were bad with loud noises or they were bad with new people. And I didn't want to bring a, a, you know, an old dog into my household and just give them a bad situation. And so I spent like month and months just meeting dogs to try to find the right fit. I was not in any way looking at puppies. And then yeah. that, that same roommate from that first conversation sent me a link to Kijiji for this dog. And she was, I think, three months at the time. Family was leaving the Caribbean. They were just there for a couple months and they ended up fostering these puppies. And they found out they would likely never be adopted in the Caribbean. And they were from Hamilton. So they were coming back for May long weekend and just giving away the puppies. Pretty so wild story. Yeah, I sent this letter that was just talking about like all the reasons why I wanted a dog and how I wanted to like learn with a dog and grow with a dog and be partners. And I didn't hear anything back initially. And then a couple weeks later, I got an email from this woman saying that someone had dropped out and that like 200 or something other people applied before me, but my letter just like spoke to her. And if I wanted it, I could have one of these puppies, but I had to say yes in 24 hours. And then I would have to get the dog in a week. Do you know who, where Ahsoka's other litter mates are yeah so there there's one male and two other females um and they're all in and around the gta we actually met up with her one of her brother or her only brother when they were about probably seven months old and he was double the size of her which is oh my god yeah he was massive (laughs) (laughs) and how much uh how big is ahsoka uh she is a whopping 35 pounds which is a surprise because when i got her the vet said she could be anywhere from like 40 to 80 pounds and she just never never got there yeah she's a pretty little dog for like you know a rescue mutt type dog yeah Yeah. and and after seeing her brother i've just always wondered if she was a runt or if all the females from her litter were that small too but I will never know. Yeah, that's interesting. When you were thinking about getting a dog in general, what were your reservations and how did you feel like you overcame them? I think my biggest reservations, uh, especially throughout the years, was just my personal life situation because I think it's very easy to want a dog and it's very difficult to be responsible enough to be in the right situation to have a dog. Anyone can adopt a dog at any time. But, uh, you know, you need to be some level, you need to have some level of stability. And for me, like waiting for that time to actually happen was really painful because I really wanted a dog. But yeah, when when my roommate finally pointed it out, it was, it it just all made sense. You know, like I was coming home every night by a certain hour. I wanted to spend more time just outside, you know, kind of put my partying years behind me. So there wasn't that unpredictability of of that kind of schedule. You know, I have sort of some stability and, you know, you don't need a nine to five to make that happen. But yeah, uh, you know, I, I had a schedule and even if my schedule was unpredictable, I, I had enough people around me to, to sort of pick up where, where I left off. You know, like I said, you, you took her for a couple of times. I had some pretty crazy work periods of time, but there was always someone who was willing to stop by and give her a walk and a cuddle. Yeah, that's when it's kind of nice to have a house of roommates on board, honestly. And what is she like? Like, what's how would you describe her personality? Yeah, she is a mix. Inside the only thing she wants is to be under a blanket all the time. I have so many videos of her just like gently clawing me, just demanding to be under blankets. <laughs> when people look after her, when I have friends' dogs that her, they always talk about how nice it is that she's just under the blankets with you all the time. And it's nice when it's not your everyday situation, I think. But it is very cute. And I, I, uh, I do really... I love it. But then outside, she is like 
always the fastest dog in the dog park and she will run circles around everyone and she just has crazy energy and just like her being able to switch back and forth between those sort of two two modes is is really awesome because you know she's never too crazy inside and she's never you know calm outside so I can always get her energy out when we're out and always get those cuddles in when we're in yeah that's pretty perfect do you feel like she needs like that running energy or if you take a day where you can only give her a fast walk is she still pretty calm inside now that she's older yes she's a lot she's a lot better at sort of you know figuring things out and like I've had a couple days where I've been super sick and and she's pretty empathetic for a dog if I'm not like reading too much into it but like when I'm feeling sick like she, she never bugs me to to go for a walk um you know like she, she's very chill about it so I, I you know I you know I'm not always 100% on giving those good long walks but I, I try to even it out if I'm not as good one day try to make it better another day but when she was a puppy it was like yeah. Three hours minimum of running a day. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. we lived at the dog park for the first year. <laughs> Honestly, that's good. Sometimes she just needs some freedom. And you guys had a yard, so at least she could get some yeah. minor exercise yeah. time there. Yeah, exactly. So we've been friends for a while, like I said, and you, Kate, in the time that we've been friends, have moved around <laughs> so much. <laughs> so we met in Halifax. Then you moved to Calgary, I believe, right after that. Yeah. Then Toronto. Then and Prague, then Toronto. Oh, yes, right. Prague <laughs> in Europe. <Yeah. laughs> and then um, you went back to Calgary. And you're not even from Halifax. You're from Ottawa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I jumped around a bit. Yeah. So after, I guess, like, a, how, when did you think about your move from Toronto to Calgary? And how did Ahsoka get, how was she involved in like that decision making? My contract was coming to an end um, in the spring of uh, 2018. Um, and I had lived in Calgary before. I 100% wanted to move back. I missed the mountains and the outdoors and the hiking and that kind of stuff. Uh, and that was always, always my end goal was to, to be sort of more, more close to nature. Uh, and my end goal still today is to just have a property in the mountains with a big fence and 20 dogs. Uh, <laughs> so just slowly getting closer. But yeah, so I knew I was going to move. My contract was coming up and I'd driven across Canada the last time I moved. And so that was make that was a pretty easy decision for me. What's funny is so I planned the trip based on the fact that I had the dog. So I stayed at a bunch of different campgrounds, you know, and I took my time, went on a lot of walks, went swimming a bunch, like really had a fun little trip and, and it was just the two of us. But my dad had offered to drive out west with me and, and help do the drive, but he didn't want to go camping. So his condition was I fly the dog out on a plane and then we do the, the road trip in hotels. Uh, and for me, that just wasn't an option. I think putting a dog in cargo is like an incredibly stressful thing. She had to do it once coming from the Caribbean and I don't want to put her through that again, which which yeah. is also like, yeah. Especially if it's not necessary. Like you've exactly. done the drive, it's doable. Exactly. And I know what she's like and I don't think she could sit still enough to be, you know, in, in a flight with a person. And yeah. so she's just, you know, it, it was just, and, and it was, it was honestly like such a great time. She did not love cars at the time. <laughs> there was a lot of cheese given to her on those drives. Yeah. Does she get like car sick at all? She doesn't get car sick. She was just really nervous. Yeah. Um, she didn't love it. Um, but the thing is now when I lived in Toronto, whenever we got into the car, we were always like going on a longer trip. I, I only ever drove to visit family in like Hamilton and Ottawa. And so I think the car for her back then was just like a really bad experience. But now pretty much the only time she gets in the car is to go to dog parks and go on hikes. So 
she actually loves car rides now. So yeah, just, she knows what's coming at the other side. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always something good. Sometimes I'll just, you know, if I have to run errands and, and uh, you know, we're not going to a park or something till later, I'll just bring her on the ride because she just gets excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cute. Um, and when you were thinking about moving locations, especially such a big one, were you, what were you concerned about when it came to maybe like Ahsoka's adjustment since she'd only done one big trip, which would have been her first trip at that point? Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I think I was more focused on to the quality of life she'd have out yeah. here. So it was more or less like, you know, get past the, what I think it took about 10 days for the trip, like get past those 10 days and get her out here. Like the house I rented, the backyard led into a dog park. So she had like way more access to buddies and, and stuff. And yeah, it was just kind of about adjusting. And uh, my friend Alex, who was actually there when I picked up Ahsoka that first day, lives out in Calgary also. And like, I think they had like a bond from that first, from the first drive back from picking her up because the moment she saw Alex, she just lost it. And so like having her around and like having that little bit of familiarity was great. And honestly, like the, the move to Calgary was like pretty easy, um, pretty seamless. What really surprised me is um, we moved houses last year, uh, last summer. And that adjustment was really hard. Hmm. Uh, She had, some really bad regression, some really bad anxiety. And she's never been an anxious dog. But for like a month and a bit, she was hiding in a corner of the basement and shaking and crying for days at a time. Like, there was nothing I I could it seemed like there was nothing I could do to to kind of snap her out of it. Oh, that's really must have been so upsetting, especially in the middle of a move, which is stressful in itself. Yeah, it was it was honestly so heartbreaking. She everything was just scary. Like, and it wasn't even a big move. We moved like a two minute drive from where before, you know, saw all the same dogs all the time. I think it was just, um, we moved to a quieter neighborhood and she wasn't used to the the sort of silence that was there all the time. Which is so interesting because I feel like a lot of dogs would, you know, like would prefer that because their yeah. anxiety comes out of like noise. All the big noises. <laughs> At least I'm thinking about Boss here who just, <laughs> his anxiety is fully linked to noises. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was so wild. So yeah, we ended up taking agility courses, because I figured, you know, she can learn some stuff. She loves learning. um, And we've always bonded over that. And it was be like a nice little distraction, focus her energy, tire her out. And it honestly worked like magic. We took like after two weeks of classes, like she was totally back to normal, regular self, no more anxiety. And that's amazing. I know that for boss too, he's super into tricks. He's into like just using his brain and pleasing us in that way. And that <laughs> makes him super happy. And I remember Ahsoka is very much. Yeah. The same. So when boss is anxious now on the street, that's what we do. We make him do some tricks and his tail just like wags right up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think people always see tricks as like, you know, that's the, that's the end goal. But it like, honestly, I find training. And, and this is what I said in my letter to that, to the woman with, with who had Ahsoka originally was training your dog is like more, I think a, a learning experience for the person than it is for the dog. Cause you, you're figuring out your dog and how they work and how they think. Cause how you train one dog is totally different than how you're going to train the next dog. Ahsoka has got a whole catalog of tricks. Yeah. Uh, just cause I see how happy it makes her. And I think she likes doing it cause it makes me happy. And it's just this like continuous little circle of happiness. <laughs> What's her favorite trick to do? 
Oh, bang, bang. She yes, loves- I remember that one. <laughs> Except for she always like, she doesn't actually bite, but she like will lunge at your little handgun before she, <laughs> before she rolls over. I don't know, like ever since I did it, that's been the move. I, I don't know why. <laughs> but it works. She still does the play dead at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. She, I think she's just trying to be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to knock the gun out of your hand. Exactly, yeah, she wants to yeah. try and not have to play dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> If you had any tips for other people who might be moving across the country or even just moving, like you said, two minutes down with your dog, do you feel like there's anything you did to help prepare for either move that maybe helped or things like you look back on and you feel like you could have done to help her adjust? Yeah, that the move, that one move was just so weird. Like I brought her over to the house a bunch before while I was like, you know, because I did a slow move. I I let her get used to the smells. I put her bed here. I gave her lots of treats. Like it, it was a total shock when the move didn't go well for her. Um, but I think like, honestly, the most important thing was just like paying attention to the way she was reacting to the situation after we were in it. And, and you know, the agility training was an idea I had a month after trying a thousand different things. You know, I, I tried so many different tactics and like nothing worked. Uh, but I think it's just important to listen to your dog and see how they're reacting to a situation and, and try to figure something out. And, and in our case, the solution was just a distraction, something to sort of make her forget that we moved and, and, and go from there. I think like building confidence is helpful for dogs when they're anxious. Like you said, exercise too. Yeah. Like dogs get so tired out and have to think and they have to exercise. That's a good combination. Yeah. And socializing too, right? Like my dog and a lot of dogs are like extremely social. And so exposing her to more dogs and giving her that playtime is so, so, so essential. Yeah. Ahsoka is definitely a dog's dog. (laughs) I made a point. That was my, uh, when I first got her, I I socialized her as much as possible because I wanted her to be a a dog's dog. Yeah. Honestly, that's always a really fun part about having a dog like that. Boss is great at the dog park, but I'm actually trying to socialize him less so he can stop charging on his leash. That's my current process. (laughs) Yeah, I know that Ahsoka has been through a lot of different states. You've had her now for a while, like you said, through four years, her behavior is changing. And I know you wanted to talk about a recent behavioral change that she went through. So I'm going to give the floor to you to uh, tell her story. Yeah, I guess about a year ago, maybe a little more, we went to a friend's place and their dog was out and apparently just very territorial about the driveway. And and I wasn't aware of that. And so Ahsoka and I got out of the car and the dog charged her and bit her. And it wasn't bad. It was, you know, she had a, a little scratch, but like she was terrified for weeks, like so scared. I She's got a little boyfriend in town here and they normally just go crazy when they see each other. And so I brought him over and she wouldn't get up. Like she was just a different dog. And I noticed something changed that day, but it wasn't until last February, I was dog sitting for some friends and we were at um, a dog park. And, you know, like I said, she's really fast. She loves running and she was running around big park and a whole group of dogs were chasing her, which wasn't unusual, but I think she just got overwhelmed and she actually attacked a puppy, took a big bite out of him and she chased it down. It was really scary. She found the dog and it was like screaming and running away. And she was just entranced um, because she was being defensive. I paid the vet bill. It was not a great experience. I felt so bad for the puppy. The owner was great. We, you know, caught up after. Dog's doing good. But um, all of a sudden, I just had, you know, my happy social dog just turned into this very defensive, potentially aggressive, unpredictable dog. And so I sort of pulled back from the 
totally free socializing. And and I will say like this whole experience made me realize I, I wasn't being as strict with her as I should have been. Initially when I had her, I was really good with training and really good at boundaries. And as time passed, I got a lot more lenient and let her get away with a lot of things. Oh and- yeah, that happens even to me, who's a much uh, newer dog owner than you. And to like a lot of the dogs she was getting close with were a little bit more on the aggressive side. And I've seen her pick up a little more aggressive habits. And so, you know, things that were cute and playful when she was small became aggressive. And and not that apart, you know, the, the one time she definitely was trying to hurt that poor, poor puppy. But a lot of the time, like she was just showing behaviors of just kind of, you know, bowling dogs over when they were running together and, and just being a little too rough. And there was one day where... She just like, she tried to find a dog. She went up to a dog in the park that didn't want to see her. And then she got defensive and lunged. And I just remember coming home and locking her in the bathroom and crying in my bedroom. Like, I just didn't know what to do. I had done everything right. And I still had this crappy situation. And I was so mad at her. And I was mad at myself. And I didn't know what to do. So I actually contacted a dog trainer, a defensive dog trainer in Calgary, Coulter Canine. And he was amazing. We started with like leash handling. We found a leash. I I was using a leash that was totally wrong for her. You know, we went through a couple different options, found a leash that worked for her. And of course, there's, you know, different solutions for different dogs. It's not all the same. And what was really nice about him was, you know, he had a, a positive reinforcement sort of mantra, but up to a certain extent, because up to a certain extent, you do have to correct bad behavior. And so we worked really, really hard. Her recall got improved so much. Her behavior improved so much. And and similar to when we did the agility training, like I think overall, like we developed a deeper connection again. Mm-hmm. And and so even though, you know, things like recall and, and, and walking were better, like what overall improved was her respect for me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean? As much as a dog can respect a person. But yeah, I worked so hard. Like we did so much training. I've figured out how to sort of see her towels when we're out. You know, I know how to get her attention when she's entranced, either chasing something because she's very much prey driven Mm -hmm. um, or when she's trying to see a dog or do something. And so once more, it was just dog training for me has always been more for me than for her. And so just being able to sort of read her and respond to her in the appropriate way. And, and it's been nice. Like I've been, she's been off leash again since, which I honestly, after last winter, I honestly didn't think it was ever going to happen again. Yeah. I would understand that. I feel like you're just like, can your dog go back or like, and I guess she didn't go back, but she like went forward and became a more balanced dog. Yeah. And and the thing is now, like, I I know, I know now what triggers her like that day last February, she got overwhelmed. Right. And so I don't, I don't let her play in big, big group dog situations because I know she'll get defensive, but if it's one-on-one with a bigger dog, then, then I will let her do it. I don't let her do it with little dogs. She's a little bit of a mob boss. She'll, she'll pick all the bigger dogs to, to chase the one smaller one. (laughs) I'm not about that behavior. (laughs) It's exactly what she hates. I wish I could like talk to her for like two seconds. I know, but that's good. Honestly, dog parks are uh, kind of a wild, wild west for dogs. And I personally love dog parks for boss, but you know, you never know how other dogs are going to act. And like you said, Ahsoka was overwhelmed. She was just having an emotional response. She wasn't being like a bad dog. Exactly. Sometimes with dog parks, you're just like, you don't know what's going to happen. So it's nice to be able to like have a smaller group of dogs and have that more control. Yeah. And I think honestly, the best trick that that, like, I think it's more like safety or training wheels for me than anything else is like, um, I bought like a 20 foot leash. Like yeah. non-retractable. And when I bring her to the dog park, 
I, for the most part, keep her on that. And she now knows that her radius is about the distance of that leash from me. And if I ever feel like she's about to run into a group of dogs and it's going to be a bad situation, I'm able to just step on the leash and bring her back in and move past the group. And then I let her run again. And like, it's such a, like a lo-fi uh, walking hack. And, and people think I'm funny. Like a lot of people laugh at the leash when we're going, but for me, it's like a little yeah. bit of a security feature that, that lets me know that like, I still, I'm allowed to let her run. She can go free, but I have that sort of emergency stop when I need it. Yeah, I love using a long lead for boss. His recall is definitely up and down depending on his mood. Yeah. Um, and with him, it's always just like, if he gets too excited, the recall might not happen anymore. So I yeah. love long leads for that. And when we were in Calgary, actually, for all the trails and stuff, we used a long lead and it was great. He was able to like go as far as he wanted to a certain point, And we didn't have to worry about like getting tangled up in it, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love the long leash. It's the favorite. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, definitely encourage long leash. What other training are you doing with Ahsoka right now? Are you keeping it up? I know you're obviously busy like the rest of us, but what are you trying to do um, with her right now? So we've changed gears a bit more recently. So so this summer, we got a lot more into hiking. And bef before this summer, like a lot of her time with me outside was at dog parks. And so she's very used to running free. And so when we're on hikes and she sees an open space, she just wants to run and she cries and she pulls and she goes insane and runs back and forth and tugs the leash and does like everything. So right now I'm more just working on getting her used to lower energy and longer distance hikes because she's just so used to the like instant burst yeah yeah so, so we're, we're working on more like long distance hiking lower energy things just to sort of reel her in a little bit and show her that it does not have to be 100 energy <laughs> in 10 minutes and then nothing else that's really great and calgary is the best place to do a lot of that i know yeah you love it <laughs> yeah yeah it's why i moved out here and and it's exactly what i wanted and she loves it and like Honestly, a waist leash and going up a mountain with her, like, because she still does have that energy at the beginning. It is the best hillside assist I could ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe that. She drags me right up the base of every mountain. <laughs> it is wild how good dogs are at climbing. Like even yeah. Boss, I was, that was my biggest shocker. I was like, oh, he'll be a little nervous. And no, he was like always at the end of our leash <laughs> and it was us catching up to him. It was so yeah. wild. And he's so nervous of other things, but he loves climbing. Yeah, yeah, her too. And yeah, that's been really fun. And and it's been nice because like I have been doing all these solo hikes and it's nice to have her with me. Yeah. Because it's not really a solo hike anymore. It's not a solo hike if your dog yeah. is there for sure. Yeah. That's super fun. Any quirky personality changes? What's she like now? What's her, what's the weirdest thing she does right now? Honestly, the blanket thing is, is. Like when we're inside, no matter how hot it is, even if it's like 40 degrees, she just needs to be under a blanket. And like I had a couple of friends stay with me last uh, last Christmas before before COVID was a thing. And they kept sitting down on the couch and not realizing that she was under the pile of blankets. And so they just kept sitting on her. And like after they stayed for two weeks, at the end of the two weeks, they finally realized that you had to like pat down every blanket in the house because she... We'll just find a way to get under every single blanket. <laughs> yeah, I've done that to Boss a few times. He's very into blankets now, too. Yeah. 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 yeah she's full face, too. Like, if you tuck her in with her face out, she'll just, you know, put it put it up over her face so she's suffocating in there. Yeah. She, she, boss does that, too. She's been really gassy lately. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and what's funny is she's been like smoking herself out of blankets. Like, oh my she'll god, fart, she'll have the stinkiest fart and just like pop her head out of the blanket and start like coughing. <laughs> that is too funny. Yeah, it's been uh, it's good in-house entertainment. Yeah, definitely <laughs> needed during this pandemic. Our oh. dogs are just acting like everything's normal. <laughs> I honestly like. I don't know if I would have gone through the pandemic without her. Oh yeah, just like I don't know. It's been it's been so nice, and like thinking about it when I go on my walk, still like every day, I just think about how nice it is to like have this time to go outside. And she loves winter in the snow, and so just like to see her like unbridled joy when we go outside, no matter how cold it is, just like really motivates me, and just like is so great for my mental health and my mood like it's just such a pick-me-up I love that too this little Caribbean dog is just like ready for minus 30 she's just prefers minus 30 (laughs) that's hilarious and then back to a blanket when she gets back inside oh yeah and then roast what advice do you have for like anybody just figuring out what kind of dog might fit into their life do you have any advice just that you've learned in your time with Ahsoka you want to share? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It, it's like, I, I honestly, like when Ahsoka kind of fell into my life situation, didn't really think about what kind of dog she was or how that would be. And it, it's worked out great. At first, I thought I would just be like exhausted for forever because she just needed to run, like I said, for three hours a day. But uh, honestly, like part of the decision I made when I got the dog was to adjust my lifestyle to, to make sure that I was actually giving the dog a good life. So when she was a puppy, it meant going to the dog park for three hours a day. But now it, it it's a lot more chill. We get to cuddle a lot more. We get to be a lot more cool. But but I still know that she needs that time to run and uh, and be active. So just, yeah, you, you know, you can you can find a breed in a dog that may fit your lifestyle, but you still have to make your own adjustments to to make sure they're happy. Yeah, definitely. And with rescues too, you never know what they have. So you're kind of just like, oh, I mean, with boss too, I'm like, oh, you know, pugs are lazy and just want (laughs) to hang out. And it's like, boss is not like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Boss was, boss was too energetic for us. I know. Every time I post any picture of Boss and Ahsoka, it's hilarious because everyone's just like, this is like big boss, little boss. Yeah. I actually, I was I was at Lake Louise today and I was telling my friend today, the other day, and I was telling my friend, I was like, oh man, I was here with my friend's dog who's like 100% a different dog has the same coloring. And every time we walked by a child, they were like, look, it's a mommy and a baby. <laughs> I know. Or like, I think I looked at one of these comments on my screenshots that uh, my brother wrote that Ahsoka is like a digivolved version of Boss. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I feel like we need to find, you know, the like Charizard of our trio. I just want like a huge Great Dane with our coloring. Oh, I think my friend has it. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. My friend's got a got a a rescue dog from a reservation named Iroh, uh, who who is actually just a bigger version of Ahsoka. Next time I visit, we're (laughs) just going to make this happen and do a little group (laughs) shot. Yeah, yeah. We're going to move on now to the speed round. Okay. So (laughs) I have some like questions for you that you're going to answer basically on behalf of Ahsoka. Okay. Um. We're calling it a speed round, so I want you to, like, not think about it too much. Am I doing it as her? (laughs) No. I mean, if you want to. I I, I didn't think you would. I don't even... What would her voice be like? 
Uh, <laughs> Did you ever? This is not even part of the speed round. Have you ever like thought about which actor would play would my do dog? Ahsoka's voice <laughs> in like an animated movie? Oh God, I don't know. Maybe like um, Jennifer Lawrence. I feel like she's got that mm. kind of sassy, lower kind of smoker voice. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm going with like Anna Kendrick or like that kind of vibe. Maybe I thought of that at first too, but I don't think she's that perky. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten lots of different ones for boss. Dan wants to always say, oh my God, it's Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah, I see that. Really? No, I think think he'd be more of like a Danny DeVito. (laughs) I've also gotten Danny DeVito, so. (laughs) All right, we're going to actually start at the speed round. Okay. Who is this kitty, first of all? Oh, this is Chump. She's my roommate's 17-year-old cat. Oh my God, 17? You can almost vote. Yeah, I know, right? That's Uh, wild. An angel. Yeah, uh, it, that was also an adjustment. <laughs> Ahsoka loves loves cats, and she wants to play with them. We had a roommate before that had a cat, and they just played and cuddled and were together all the time. And so she had to do some learning that the seventeen year old cat does not like that. Yeah, so Chump, it must be cat, strange. Yeah, Chump Chump uh, allows her to lick her a couple times a day, and uh, every time it happens now, Ahsoka just like stares at me like, uh, <laughs> uh but she, she's like, can't believe it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, anytime she gets to touch jump, she is pumped. That's so funny. Okay. Now I'm going to stop interrupting myself. Speed round. It's time for the speed round. For our speed round, our dog mom will answer questions as quick as they can about their dog. Let's go. Answer this, not in Ahsoka's voice. Um, (laughs) All right. Shy or outgoing? Outgoing. Game or treat? Treat. Yeah? What's her favorite treat? Meat. (laughs) (laughs) Any meat. Like human food meat or like dog stuff? Uh, Human food meat. (laughs) What do you feed her? (laughs) Oh, God. Well, so I trained her with bacon and hot dogs. And like I I switched to high value treats for some things. Yeah. So anytime she can smell meat cooking, she is there and ready to please. (laughs) Smart dog. Um, Collar, harness, or other? What are your tools of choice? Uh, A mix, depending on the situation. Yeah? Yeah. What do you typically do? So collar always on, just because I live in a neighborhood with coyotes and stuff. She might get out. I just want a phone number on her, even though she's chipped. Um, Harness I use on hikes, um, just because it's better with the waist leash, I find. and, And I can flip it around to slow her down when we're going downhill. Uh, but day to day, I actually use a slip leash. Dog bed or human bed? <laughs> it's the fight we have every day. I say in your bed, and then she looks at me, and then looks at my bed, <laughs> and then I have to lead her to her bed. How's so. she doing with that? Is she come to terms with it? No, she stares <laughs> at me longingly all night long. But we, she now knows. So at six a.m., I have my lights automatically turn on, and she knows at six she's allowed to come cuddle. So the second those lights pop on, she is in there. Squeaker toys or balls? Squeaker toys. She can squeak them a mile a minute. <laughs> oh yeah. People or dogs? People. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It depends. It depends. She's got certain dogs that are just magic. Yeah. So not all dogs, but like her dogs are. Yeah, up her there. dogs, her dogs, uh, like she goes crazy for. Uh, but she's definitely not in the dog park. There's there's a certain dog she likes, and there's certain dogs she does not like. She does not like doodles. 
We don't mess with doodles. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is, but she will just bully a doodle. Oh, interesting. I thought it might yeah, oh, no, she she ignores them, and then if they engage with her, she bullies them. So we we don't play with doodles. <laughs> That's fair. Summer or winter? Winter. She loves the snow. She loves. I I thought it was the snow she loved, but she loves ice. Like she rubs her body all over the hardest, scratchiest ice. It's <laughs> the funniest thing. Boss is the opposite. He we are learning that he is does not want to go outside. <laughs> Walks or cuddles? Oh, both. Uh, yeah, both. It's got to be both. Yeah, can't have one without the other. No, no. <laughs> Early walks or sleep in? I have made her into a sleep in dog, and, and because of that bed thing, she will milk that like time mm-hmm. in my bed, which is normally just like maybe an hour. She'll milk that time as long as possible, so she is down to sleep in. Um, guard dog or a greeter? Oh, guard, guard dog. Yeah. She sounds ferocious. I once had a, a delivery guy like hold my door shut because her bark sounded so scary. <laughs> and then and then when I, you know, convinced him she was totally fine, he opened the door. He's like, "Wait. That that's the dog that was barking?" I was like, he's like "But she's so little." <laughs> and then they like hung out and he like licked him and he like pet her for like 10 minutes. Oh. That's probably not something a delivery guy gets to do very often. <laughs> so that's really nice. Really funny. <laughs> big dogs or little dogs big dogs yeah she's got a bigger bit of a, than her yeah she's she she's got a bit of a napoleon complex <laughs> bacon or peanut butter bacon always bacon the meat the meat the meat, the meat rules the world yeah tricks or stairs as in stairs at you <laughs> instead of doing tricks which i feel like oh, pretty tricks. good at tricks. Yeah. yeah she will do every trick before you ask her to <laughs> oh yeah that's yeah. a classic one. Like, which one do you want this time? Yeah. I'll just do all of them and then you can just give me all the treats. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> squirrel chaser or scent follower? Oh, squirrel chaser, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you let her off leash, is that what she's like trying to do? Oh, she, I, I can tell when she's in a hunting mood and I do not let her off the leash. You can see she's got her ears perked and her fur's a little standing up. Like, uh, we have, um, she loved chasing squirrels in Toronto. And then since I moved to Calgary, uh, there's a lot of rabbits in my area. Yeah. She doesn't even care about squirrel. A squirrel would run right by her and she wouldn't do anything because she's just so interested in the rabbits now. I mean, that's a bigger, bigger fish to fry, I guess. Yeah. They run much further. The thing, if she chases a squirrel, it goes up a tree and that's where the chase ends. Yeah. Bunnies will run two neighborhoods over before they stop. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good for you. Yeah, it's happened twice. (laughs) Costumes or naked? Oh, she hates any clothing. The collar is the only thing that's allowed on her. She hates the harness, too. She runs away if any clothing comes out. How does she do without, like, do you put a coat on her when you go outside or no? Uh, not really. Like, she hates it. She will rage shake at me and yeah. not move when I put things on her. So, yeah. And, and the thing is, she's pretty good in the cold. Um, I only put on booties if we're going to walk on sidewalks with um, salt. Yeah. Um, and, and when she runs, she's pretty good at staying warm. So generally if it's super cold out, I'll just like bring her directly to a dog park and run and then bring her home. Um, but if we do go on walks in the winter, I'll, I'll force her into a jacket. Um, this one maybe is a trick question, but is she a mama's girl or a daddy's girl? She's a mama's girl. (laughs) All the way. (laughs) Although she has a super, super soft spot for uh, one of my original roommates in, in Toronto. Yeah, uh, my Connor just 
like adored her and spoiled her. And whenever we Skype, she like if he if she hears his voice, she like runs to the door and starts crying. Oh, that's so, so cute. I think if he were here, she'd be his dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've I've uh, I've told him that if anything happens to me, he uh, he gets her. That's you know what. That's a good thing. It's good to yeah. have a little backup that you know Ahsoka will love. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he'd be too upset about it either. <laughs> no, doesn't sound like it. No. Well, that's all of my questions. You Ooh. passed. <laughs> it was a very hard one. Uh, I did answer one in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can really ask for. I feel like now that's what I'm going to add. I'm just going to be like, can you speak in your dog's voice? <laughs> Ooh, so <laughs> I know that's like too much dog mom stuff. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I don't want the brand of this podcast to go in that direction. <laughs> Insane people who pretend they're dogs. I already personify boss way too much. Like I know, I know it's a flaw, but I love it. I couldn't do it. I tried, I did it for a bit with my dog Instagram, but I couldn't keep it up. And I was like, it was just too much energy. And so I just got rid of the whole thing. Oh my God. I'm trying to vary it now. You'll probably see. Yeah. I like speak from myself now. And then in like my posts, I'll speak from him. But like yeah. my stories and everything, I'll be more Yeah, dark. it's hard to pretend to be someone else. Yeah. Also, dogs don't like, I don't know, they just don't have that much to say, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're just like, like dog, squirrel, food. Like, what do you I'm say? honestly impressed with the diversity of content that you put out. <laughs> I like... I had like 10 posts and I was like, okay, and now everything is just a different version of those 10 posts. It started like that for <laughs> sure. But I follow a lot of great accounts that like are going more in depth with like training or whatever. So I'm trying to, sometimes I try and incorporate more because yeah, otherwise it's so boring. <laughs> oh God, one of you shared a post about like, um, you know, dog needing stimulation. Mm -hmm. And so I got her a ball pit for Christmas. Yes. This is from Bindi's bucket list. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Boy, did she not care about it. That's so funny. Because <laughs> I, I want to it. No, she did not care. I, I like I I kept it out for a couple days. I put treats in there and like nah, she wanted nothing to do with that thing. Fortunately, my friend has a one-year-old human child. There we go. <laughs> uh, who it's intended for. Who it's intended for. And and she was thinking about getting one. Uh, and so I just gave it to her for Christmas. <laughs> That's so, great. Re-gifting. Re Re-gifting. And you know what? It's fine. We're just not a ball pit family. <laughs> <laughs> Ahsoka's just not a ball pit dog. You'll find no. other ways. Yeah, exactly. There's so many on that page. Honestly, like we have a food ball that most, mm, most people yep. use to slow their dogs down from eating too fast. That she loves that like that just gives her so much stimulation and like she like I keep it out all the time and it's not always filled with food and whenever she wants it she picks it up and brings it to me and yeah it's great she, it keeps her occupied she loves it she has access to food 24 7 like she's a grazer but like she'll mm -hmm, eat so much right. food when that's out that's good yeah because boss now that we feed raw obviously we're not using all that stuff but like we're not using it to feed him which we used yeah. to do but now we use it throughout the day as like little treat game breaks yeah. And it helps, especially right now, because he doesn't want to go outside <laughs> and he's still so hyper. Um, so we're doing a lot of that to tire him out. Yeah. No, Ahsoka gets like a second win when it drops below minus 10. Just drags me to fields. 
<laughs> too funny. Boss kind of does. I don't know. I think basically I think I have to put booties on him because not because like because he's too cold. Like yeah. I think yeah. his feet get cold and then because he, he loves being in the snow and then all of a sudden he'll be like, no, no more. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to try to make him like the weather while it's decently warm he is small so i don't think yeah, i could take yeah, him out fine. in like minus 20 but uh, yeah i brought her out minus 40 last winter and she did not care oh my god <laughs> what a wild dog yeah <laughs> she's a little wolf wolf from the caribbean yeah who knew <laughs> well thank you for being one of my first guests on the rescue dog moms podcast let us know where we can find you on the interwebs uh i'd say you know there's there's mild amounts of dog content on my stuff but but the the one i would the social i would plug is is the dog trainer that helped us uh and he's got a lot of training tips and and stuff like that too and and he normally deals with crazy um aggressive dogs uh so he's got a lot of good stuff on there he's coulter canine in calgary my dog content is pretty it's mostly just piles of blankets <laughs> can't get too much variety from a blanket dog exactly it's all it's all the same post (laughs) we're down to one well thank you anyway for sharing and um yeah we'll chat again soon yeah thanks so much for having me Rescue Dog Moms is a project by Yamini, inspired by her rescue dog boss, who you can find at The Puggle Boss on Instagram. To keep up with the Rescue Dog Moms podcast, you can follow us at rescuedogmoms.ca or on Instagram at rescuedogmomspod. See you next week.